on ABC North Queensland. It is that time of the week at the beginning of the week where we get Mindful, Mindful Monday, back again with Dr Joe Lukens. And today we're going to be talking about moving. Now, I've moved in my life several times. I was telling a friend I've moved six times in the last two years. So since February 2020, I've moved six times, and one of them was moving to North Queensland, which was a move I'm very, very happy I did. But maybe you are listening right now, and you're from North Queensland originally, and you've moved suburbs, or maybe you moved from another part of the world. But it is highly likely that at some point in our lives, we've moved, usually a fair few times. So what's the psychology of moving? What does it do to our emotions and why do we develop attachments to something like a house or a suburb? Dr. Joe Lukens is here to tell us all about it for Mindful Monday. And thank you for moving into the studio for a brief time this morning to chat to us. Always good to be here, Henry. Good morning. Let's begin by talking about the common psychological psychological experiences we go through when we do move. Well, it starts off with moving is change. And typically what we know about humans is regardless of the change, whether it's something that we wish for or something that we don't, there's often pushback to it. So we often don't like change. So even if, even if we are choosing to move and, and, you know, it might be to a a new home that's better or a nicer neighborhood, or we're moving to a great job or whatever it is, it's likely that there's going to be some level of resistance to that. Or maybe, you know, if we're not just moving by ourselves, if we're moving, say, with family members or flatmates, maybe not everyone's necessarily happy with that as well. So we know, regardless of what it is, whenever there's change, people normally have a psychological reaction to that, to some extent, um, that won't necessarily last for a long period of time. Um, But we know that people might feel a little bit anxious, a little bit worried, a little bit fearful. Um, And sometimes I think anxiety and fear and excitement kind of all go together. You know, physiologically, there's not a lot of difference between those things, although emotionally they're quite different. So, so a multitude of emotions is what we're likely to feel as we're moving. Are those feelings of excitement or anxiety heightened based on the distance of the move? For example, is it less likely to feel these psychological effects if we're moving one street over as opposed to if we're moving to New Zealand? Or... Yeah, probably um, my, my thinking would be it's not so much the distance but it's it's the amount of change that goes with it so yes if we if we chose to leave north queensland why would we do that but let's just say we did and we went to another country or another state we're changing everything mm. you know your local coffee shop your maybe your schooling your workplace your supermarket like everything about you changes whereas if you change i've done it before where our last move was we moved a street um from a from a moving perspective and the truck that was involved it may as well have been to timbuktu but yeah. you know it was the same amount <laughs> of work but but nothing else in our lives changed other than where where our furniture was and and the, the surroundings that we were in whereas mm. if you move towns then everything's new and so then it's it's the physiology of moving because it's a, usually a lot of physical work in moving even if you do get removalists in but then there's all the emotional changes as well and then all the you know where will I go to get my groceries where will I go to get my coffee mm. you know everything is new which is exciting but it's it's fatiguing we're so often told that we don't develop connect, or we shouldn't at least develop connections emotionally to physical things, and it's the people in the house or the experiences and memories that you have. So, but but is 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 that totally true? Is it possible to develop an emotional connection to something that doesn't have a personality, like your house or your street? Yeah, yeah, it is. Like even your coffee mug, I think. You yeah, know, we get, we develop connections to things because they mean something to us. So I'm less concerned if people do have, you know, the family home, that notion of, you know, and if anyone's ever had that happen where, you know, maybe you've grown up, you've left home, but then your parents have sold the family home. 
you know, even though you're never going to live there again, there's some, your memories are there and, and, and you connect that place and you know that whenever you walk into that place, it does trigger memories for us. And so, you get a bit annoyed at your parents, don't you? You, you do, know, you that, do. You, you were guarding my childhood memories. That's you right. Sell That's them away. Right. Yeah. My parents not only did that, but they sold most of my possessions that went with it as well. All the things <laughs> I'd left behind. I don't know why I was cranky at the time. That was about 30 years ago, but anyway. Still that was worked. my hairbrush. I know so, I haven't yeah, used it for 20 years. It was my cassette decks that they sold. They sold oh. all, my, all my cassettes. Oh, those would be worth a lot of I know, all went in the garage sale. So I think my brothers sold those, though. I think they, I think they and they were you bit... singing as well, weren't they? They, yeah. were, they were all those <laughs> unreleased singles of Dr. Joe Lucas. I know, all that missed potential. But, <laughs> but yeah, so we do connect ourselves with, with our possessions because that's part of who we are. And, and, you know, like you said, it might be who you were with when you were using those things or who you were with when you were living in that home or it might be the age your children were when you lived there or whatever it might be. So it's, it's more than just the physical possessions but of course we we do know it's it's our relationships and and people in our lives that that's particularly important for us these psychological adjustments we have to make when we do change in a move is there any idea of how long it takes to adjust and get over those feelings of unsettledness or rudderlessness i suppose because i mean mean, speaking for myself i've been in townsville for maybe 10, 10 and a half months now. And, you know, I, it was probably after that four or five month mark where you start to feel like, okay, this is home now, yes. not a place that I'm visiting temporarily. Yes. Do, do we know a timeline roughly? Uh, we, I'd hesitate to put a specific time frame on it because I think it takes as long as it takes. Mm. But, but I think one of the things to think about for some people, there's no doubt, particularly if you didn't want to move, like for people who are in that situation, um, it can be likened to a grief response, you know, that, that sadness that, you know, and I, I recall back to, I don't know if you recall the movie Inside Out, mm. young Riley, when she moved from Wisconsin to San Francisco and her parents ruined her life, you know, like she misses her friends, she misses the community. And, and for some people that homesickness, because they never really adjust into the new home can take quite a considerable time. And then for other people, it can be quite, quite quick. And, you know, people are, get into their lives and the new things that they're doing. So it, it really will be individually dependent. But I would say to people that if you're struggling with it, then, you know, you can chat to someone about that. You know, you mm. can talk about it and, and there's things that you can do that kind of make the whole process a bit, a bit easier. Are there steps we can take to lessen the psychological impacts of a move? Yeah, look, I, th- I think first of all, just pay attention. Our usual you know, recommendation about being mindful that we say every single week, you know, pay attention to how you're going and how you're feeling. Talk to people about it. You know, and it might be that if, you know, you were relocating to a new area and so forth, um, if there's part of your old home that you can bring with you and it might be... Um, you know, I, I was actually in one of the coffee shops in town the other day and I saw that they actually do like cheese boards with their logo on them. And I thought, well, if you, and, I was, and a friend was moving, so I bought one for them and thought, well, you can take a little bit of, take a bit, a bit, a bit of, of your ta- local, yeah. a little bit of your local with you. So, you know, and we often say that to, you know, students who go to boarding school or, um, you know, athletes who go away or, you know, athletes that have just been through the COVID pandemic bubbles and all those sorts of things, take bits of home with you. Um, particularly if it's like leaving your family home, but your family home's still intact. You know, you might take something from your room or whatever it is. So familiarity is one of those things that can help. Um, you know, and then I guess it's about being proactive in your new environment. So meeting your neighbours, finding a local place for your coffee shop or whatever it is that you like to do, familiarising yourself with community events, all of those kind of factors 
help you to adjust. Um, typically staying at home and not doing anything is not going to help you to adjust. So it's, it is a little bit about being brave and going out there and, and getting to know the new place that you're in. Well, Dr. Joe Lukens, we better keep moving. But thank you very much for a great Mindful Monday and definitely some great tips to keep in mind when inevitably all of us at some point have to move again. Good to talk to you, Henry. You're listening to ABC Radio.